Welcome to Built in Texas, y'all. We're so excited to be back. This week, we're introducing you to artist Romo Solo, who will talk about the power of reinvention when it comes to our careers and how she landed a next level partnership. Enjoy the show. Hey, Roma. Welcome to Built in Texas. How are you doing today? I'm good. How are you, Jasmine? Great. We're so thrilled to have you on the show. Um, thrilled about your work. I have low-key followed you for a while and love your pieces. I know we have some joint friends um, yes. as well, but thrilled to have you on Built in Texas and would love for you to tell our community a little bit about what you currently do. We definitely are giving them a kind of a highlight of your work and, and why we wanted you on the show in the episode notes, but would love for you to personally kind of share who you are. Sure. Well, my name is Roma Oshoko. I am originally from the British Virgin Islands. Um, I migrated to the U.S. when I was 16. And as a kid, I painted. But, you know, you move to a new country. There are lots of distractions. You're just trying to focus on what you're doing. And so painting sort of like faded to my background, so to speak. And so um, about five plus years ago, my husband said to me, like, when I met you, you used to paint. Like, what happened? Um, he insisted, like, you need to do something for yourself. You're like, I was like a homeschool mom. And I was also a stay at home mom. And so, you know, that emphasis, like, get something for yourself. And he was like, go buy some paint, go buy some paint. And I reluctantly, because I, you know, it's almost like I broke up with it. So it was really <laughs> to like, ugh. Like, I probably am going to suck at this, honestly. And um, But within two weeks of buying that paint, I had set up in my garage. And my put me no space for the car because I took over. And um, within two weeks, my husband came home and was like, this is what you're supposed to be doing. Like, I have no doubt about it. And what whatever you need, you want to go to school, you want to take courses, workshops, like, let's go. And that was an answer to prayer, honestly, because I had been praying for a long time. Like, there's this creative pull. There's something I know I'm supposed to be doing, but I cannot figure it out. And so for the last five plus years, I have been a professional painter, um, just kind of delving into it and going full force and giving it my all. So that's what brings me here. Um, it's worked out pretty well. Yeah. Um, short span of time, I've been able to, you know, what I like to say, God has redeemed my time where I was waiting, you know, for that answered prayer. It's like, okay, let's go. So even things that happened where I haven't felt even fully ready, but here I am. I love that. Well, first of all, I guess we need to give a shout out to the hubby for being yes. so supportive and encouraging and seeing something in you that you didn't even see at the same time. Yes. What brought you to actual Texas? So you talked about actually being born in the Virgin Islands and then you, I, I don't know if you met your hubby in Texas or tell us your journey that brought you to Texas. Because one of the things we always believe, Roma, is whether yeah. you've been here for um, a, a year or 50 years, girl, you are a Texas woman. So yeah. we have claimed you for sure. So tell us about your journey to Texas. Yeah. So originally I lived in New York. Um, after college, I moved back home briefly where I, I met my husband, like on the tail end of my college career. And so... Um, we actually moved to New York because he was in training. And then we moved to Arizona. He was in training. And then he it was all about his training, okay? So <laughs> following him around. And then we moved to Houston um, because he was in his final training. My husband's a physician, and so he was doing residency and then doing his consultancy training. And so when he was done, we were looking for, like, where do we want to move to? 
and we liked Texas. We thought it was great, but the Houston area didn't really have a practice for him, like what he was looking for. So that brought us here to the DFW area. Got it. And so tell us about this year. So um, it I, sounds like you've been busy uh, for sure, but would love to hear what has 2022 been like for you? Tell us some of the highlights. And I know you had some special news that happened recently too. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, for me, this has been a big year because uh, within the last month I've moved into my new studio, which is like, you know, I, I took that step of leaving the home, which was like almost like a, a comfort zone for me. Yeah. Not almost. It was a, like, my husband almost had to kick me out. Like, the operation is too big. You need to go. And um, I reluctantly, but now I'm so grateful because I'm like, what was I doing? But yeah, so one, being in my new studio, it's like you're taking that risk of like taking that next step of expanding. Um, and of course, it's hard, but it's it's been immediately, I knew, like just the blessings that come from it. And also mm. when, you're, when you're opening yourself up to more, more happens, more yes. comes. And so, um, where's your studio located, Roma? It is in it's it's North Dallas, kind of right where um, six thirty five meets seventy five. It's, okay. it's technically considered Richardson, but it's it's North Dallas is the official address. Um, and so that, as well as something I've been working on that launched about a month ago, is a collaboration with Target. So I have an 18-piece collection in Target. Incredible. Um, By the way, congratulations. 18 pieces is next level. So congratulations. It's like an end cap. So you might be walking through your local Target and see these pieces hanging, um, you know, with my photo and a little short bio. So it's been a blessing. It's They're going to be in stores for three months. So I think we're one month in already. So two more months. And then they'll be online for up to a year. So okay. Yeah. That's incredible. So talk to us about that, because I think your journey is, is one that so many women, not just Texas women, but women in general, these different life phases. So you were kind of a housewife and you have children or no? I have two kids. Yeah. So mom and house, housewife. And then, you know, you started to get the inspiration to start painting. And now this has turned into a full fledged business. And now you're working kind of on these partnerships, these large scale partnerships. Tell yeah. us about how did it how did you go from I'm painting at home in the garage, and now we've got this partnership with Target. I also remember you, um, your kind of partnership or collab with Erin Condren, which is one of my kind yeah. of favorite brands too. So tell us, tell us about that sure. journey from painting in my garage, and now I have an 18 piece at Target. Sure. So for me, you know, my background, I grew up in retail. You know, my mom owns several businesses, so I do have that you know, she's my greatest inspiration. She took a, a business that was doing okay and, and took off with it. You know, she inherited it from her dad and she, you know, she turned it into where she has several businesses now. Um, so I do have that in my blood where I love the idea of retail. And mm. as an artist, oftentimes in this industry, you know, we love to paint, but the idea of selling and how do you market yourself, you know, it's hard because you know, oftentimes, especially as women, we're like, you know, you're not, you don't, you know, you're told like, don't put yourself out there and don't show off. And, and you kind of have to take that step from seeing, you know, we take it personally, what we create it's an mm. of ourselves. Um, but you have to see what you're offering as both a product and a service, you know, you're creating beauty and putting it into the world. 
if you're afraid to talk about it, you, you are denying someone else the opportunity to connect to what really God put into you to create, right? And so I think um, for me, my background is in business. I studied marketing. So again, God redeemed some of like those skills that I had, it, like putting it together with that creative side where I have that outlet. And um, that's, that's pretty much like what I've tapped into. So having that ability to, you know, understand the psychology really of it, like I can make, I can, I can be the most talented artist on the planet, but nobody knows I exist. So understanding, showing up is important. Even if you get tired, you can take a break, but you have to come back, you know, come yes. back and you don't have to like, it doesn't have to be perfect. You know, people connect to your story. Um, so understanding that dynamic of like, I can make this art, but I think honestly, Jasmine, people connect to me and like my story of like putting myself out there. And, um, you know, I was a stay at home mom. I, you know, I had this incredible life before kids. Um, and then I struggled with what do I do? Like, is this it? Am I supposed to be, uh, you know, a stay at home mom forever? Or like, and I, I kept up, I kept feeling this pull, like, no, like there's something you're supposed to be doing. Um, so answering that call of like taking that risk, right? Yeah. Reinventing yourself. I think I, I consider myself an expert there because mm. it takes a lot of like gall to say, this is what I am now. You don't, you don't see it. Um, it's not there yet, but speaking it into existence and then acting like I was a professional, even when I was doubting myself. Yeah. I love that. And I think regardless if you're an artist or not at this idea of reinvention and kind yeah. of believing in yourself before others do is so important, especially as, as working moms, as friends, yeah. sisters and everything. Let's talk about the, the sales though. Cause I think that's such a huge point of thinking about your art as both a product and a service. So you've got a little hustle. It sounds like anyway, from your mom and family, the actual like selling and promoting and marketing of the business though, is how are you learning things along the way? Um, are, do you have any kind of brands that you look to for inspiration? Do you have anyone in your community that's been kind of a mentor guy? Talk about like, you know, I'm ready to reinvent myself, Roma. I've got my art. I'm ready to take it to the next level. Who's kind of in your tribe um, to, to keep you moving forward? Sure. I have friends that what I, what I found and I found to be important early on was connecting to other women who may not have necessarily been artists on the same path as me, but were entrepreneurs um, and innovators. Mm. So big thinkers, thinking beyond just you know what has been done before so i have friends like my friend Bree. she owns a, a boutique called breezley's boutique it's in flower mound you know she's a creative she has like her own lipstick line you know she's developing other things right now but she's a big thinker so someone that will one push you because you know they see the potential support you because they understand that dynamic of being a business owner I think having surrounding yourself with people like Volta, you know, from colors, yes. people who they get it because they understand it's difficult to put yourself out there, especially like I consider myself to be like a super private person. That day I hit on my Instagram, like changing my account from private to public, I almost like passed out. It was so hard. 
um, understanding that's important because how is anybody going to know you exist unless you, you say, hey, I'm here. And you say, you're screaming like, hi, I'm here. And this is what I'm about. So having friends, I have quite a few friends that have interior designer friends, like just people who are creatives in their own right, who they're doing their own thing. And I think that community support, you know, I could call and be like, okay, how do you, how would you handle this? You know, and getting mm -hmm. a perspective. And I think it's good to have other artist friends, but I also think um, industries that are lateral, you know, mm -hmm. like interior designers, so like they might see something you don't see. Um, I think that's, or a different type of artist, maybe might see something you necessarily won't see. So I just, I really tap into my little community that I've built. Yeah, I love that. I think um, it really kind of reinforces this, this, you know, idea that we really do need other women in our lives um, yeah. to move forward. Um, I'm curious about um, challenges. So, you know, we've all kind of had the shared experience of the pandemic and yeah. we're kind of out of it, although I hate to even say it, jinx yeah. a girl, <laughs> but all women at some point in their journey are going through some challenge. Can you talk about how, because someone may look at you and see the beautiful pieces on your Instagram, they're bright, full of color, we see the partnerships and the collaborations and they don't know the journey behind. Can you talk about? Sure. So for me, I mean, the challenges, it's funny. I try to talk about it. Like there was one time I talked about being rejected. Like I got a rejection letter and like, you like stopped in your tracks. Cause like, how dare you know who you're talking to? <laughs> Cause you have to balance that humility of like, I believe in myself, but sometimes it's not the right fit or it's not the right time. Um, yeah. Or I need, I need to be blocked from this one thing happening because there's another opportunity coming that I can't be distracted by this other thing with, you know, in terms of like dealing with challenges, there's been a ton. And that's the thing, you know, on social media, we, we show up and it's usually the highlights. It's the great stuff behind the scenes. There have been so many tears and frustrations because you know, to me, creating comes with a lot of like, you're doubting sometimes, like, this is what I feel like making, you know, this might not be the most beautiful piece, but this is what is raw and coming from me, sure. you know, part of me. And like, like, even there's a collection I just put out and it's not the prettiest pieces, but they are raw and where I was in this moment of like transition and moving to my new studio, like that's what I was feeling to express. Um, so it's, it has to do with, to me, really tapping into like understanding what do you stand for? If you mm -hmm. don't know what you stand for, it really can shake you when a rejection comes, mm -hmm. when a challenge comes. But anytime there's a hardship, if you can go back to what is my why? Why am I here? What am I doing? Why do I do this? It's, it's a quick segue to get you back on track. Um, after, I mean, listen, Cry about it and be mad about it, but then get over it. And let's, right. and let's the fact that you can get over re a rejection. That's kind of been my like. They're gonna come. That's, that's, that's right. For everybody in the islands, we say everything ain't for everybody. And so my, I know my art is not for everybody, right? So there will be those rejections that come in. But the quicker I kind of redirect back on path, the faster I get to my next blessing. I love that. And I think it's it's one of these things. If you know that this is what's coming your way, the, the highs come with the lows, rejection is going to come with the approvals, too. So I think as you are as you develop as a businesswoman, you start to realize it's really not about me. 
per se, yeah. right? There's so many other things that are out of your control. So I think you, when you first start out though, you, yes, you, everyone has cried when they got that rejection and no, you're just like, but it's, it's me. How could you reject me? But it has sometimes, <laughs> sometimes you literally has nothing. It's a business decision. Sometimes has nothing to do with you. I'm yeah. curious though. So since you've been in Texas, I uh, would love to hear about life here in Texas for you. Um, so you, you said your studio is in kind of Richardson, North Dallas area. Is that where you all live? Tell no. us about like, oh, it's not. No, no. I have a long, I have a long drive to get here and think about like, you know, <laughs> what I'm going to do once I arrive. But I, we live in Grapevine. Um, okay. once I moved here, we lived in the, we lived in Colleyville. Um, and we tried moving towards the Irving area. Um, it didn't, we did, you know, that was during the pandemic season. So it was just really hard to find something that worked for us, but we have, we, we moved back towards Grapevine. Um, so it's not terrible, but yeah, there is quite a bit of traffic coming this way in the mornings. Do you have any kind of here, any places you love to go when you're not working and you're not being mom? Do you have any shops or any kind of favorite restaurants or coffee shops? One of the things that we hope to do with, um, this podcast, but also just in general with her Texas is help female founders, but women in general to mm -hmm. not only network around the state, but also navigate it too. So anytime you, anytime we can make recommendations or suggestions for the ladies when they're in Richardson, North Texas or Grapevine, yeah. would love your recommendations. Okay. So just because I'm coming off of living um, in the Irving, I lived in, um, in Valley Ranch, but Cypress Waters is like my favorite place so there's a bunch of restaurants it has like a lake um you can walking you can ride your bike but you can just go you know they often have like vendors there selling on like a friday saturday night it's just a great family sort of place also there's a ascension coffee shop there that i have a lot of meetings it's just a cool vibe um and a very it's a place for creatives i think because it's such a beautiful space oh cool okay we'll make sure we uh, link that in the episode notes I had lunch at the Henry and I'm obsessed like I'm like I don't know why I didn't know about this place because I'm like foodie I'm like like these people this whoever is cooking like let's give them a raise for the main yes okay yeah the Henry that there's one in Uptown is that the one you went to or is yeah. one? oh yeah that's the no it is and it's pretty too it's like yeah. it's hot the oh, Henry that's like on point it's a good little people watching place too, Roma. Yeah. I like to go there and post up for sure. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so what I, I know we're, we're running out of time. So I want to talk two final thing questions for you is um, what do you and your business need right now? One of the things that I've also, as a fellow entrepreneur, is that sometimes you are out there kind of building and creating for others. And, and it's sometimes very rare when people ask you that. So one of the questions that we always are thinking about um, is, is how we, our community of women around the state can support and help to grow and nurture other women too. So what could you, you as a businesswoman, as a Roma, the, the woman here in Texas, or your business need right now? How can we help you as a community? You know, I think um, for me, I'm trying to, I've been thinking about this. And I think for me, I want to break into the interior design world. And so, because I do a lot of, my art kind of falls in this weird space where it can be commercial, but I'm also in a gallery. I'm in a couple galleries and, you know, I've been in um, traditional home magazine with my art. Like, so I do have that art where I'm trying to like really now 
create larger pieces in local homes, right? So, but having that relationship with more interior designers that love color, that would be a dream right now. Okay, I love that. Um, interior designers with color. That sounds incredible. And it does sound like an alignment for the work you're doing too. But it goes back to your point of building these connections with women, not just female artists, but women that are in kind of like-minded industries. Okay. So totally makes sense. Well, we always like to wrap up our conversations thinking about women, of course, Texas women. And so a question that we always like to ask is about another Texas woman or women that have inspired you. And this could be someone that is famous or someone from real life. I'd love to hear your thoughts. Are there any women, Texas women specifically that have inspired you? Yeah. Um, Georgia O'Keeffe. So mm. famous artist. And now she was not born in Texas, but I think she was an adopted Texan basically because she, she taught in Texas schools, both college and high school in Amarillo. Um, so when I learned that, I was just fascinated because I thought, you know, she migrated to Texas and, and blew up with her art, basically. You know, she was renowned and made beautiful pieces. Um, and I have a couple pieces that be like, this is George, this looks like Georgia O'Keeffe. So I feel like I channel her occasionally. But um, definitely, you know, what she was able to do, she's a, she's renowned for her the beauty in her work. Um, and I was surprised because I didn't know she lived here for so long and contributed, contributed you know, here. So definitely Georgia O'Keeffe. I love that. I had no idea about this. You taught me something today, Roma. And I think she's perfect example. You are too, though, of kind of what we we like to like affectionately call the new Texas, which is really a mix of homegrown girls. So I'm born and raised here, but I also lived in Ohio. So I'm bringing some Midwest vibes uh, to Texas. But we have so many transplants here that that have really kind of shape this culture. And this is why I find the women here fascinating because there's so many women from so many different places. We leave, we go out and have lives and, and journeys and we come back or we're born here, but then we go somewhere else and live. Like this whole kind of Texas spirit is, is really fascinating. So George O'Keefe, and I love her pieces too. So, the, and that's a huge compliment too, by the way. Wow. So um, any final thoughts or pieces of advice for any aspiring artists or women just out there looking to, they, to reinvent themselves? Any final words for, for anyone tuned in? Um, I would say, you know, understanding your own personal point of view, whatever you're about to get into, because there's so much noise out there, right? You know, it's easily to, to, to it's easy to get sort of like pulled into like, this is what that person is doing. This is what this person is doing. But you have to have your own values and understand like, this is, this is, I want to have a clear voice. So I need to know myself really well. Like, what am I trying to say? What am I trying to communicate? Because when things happen to be a distraction, you're going to be clear on, no, that doesn't work for my brand and my mission. Um, so in, in terms of like as an artist, definitely finding your voice. And that could, that could translate to different areas of art too and creativity. It's so easy to sort of like mimic what other people are doing. But the way I found my voice was a lot of practice, okay? And also to like, when I see something I love, it doesn't mean I'm going to imitate it. I'm going to ask myself, what about this is it that I'm connecting to? And it may be texture. It may be the color feels, you know, the color palette or whatever, so a certain shape. And then maybe I'll take that one element and try to play with it within my own work. 
Um, and that kind of brings you into your own um, when you do that for a while. I love that. And I think the reason why your approach is so refreshing, honestly, because I think you've got this definitely a creative, you definitely are passionate about the, the pieces you're creating, but a very realistic approach, right? To yeah. giving yourself the room and space to reinvent yourself, but also really making sure you're connected to the work you're doing too. So I um, want to thank you so much for joining us on Built in Texas. Excited to go shop your pieces. I am in the need for some color, actually. My favorite color is usually a teal turquoise. Um, and so you always have, yeah, you always have, actually, I see a little bit of a peeking in the piece behind you so that I, every time you post something, I'm like, ah, there's my color. And so I'm still teal. It should be, a, it's a neutral. Yes, like, it is. It's a color on like every skin tone, every. everything. It's like, it's, it's so underrated. It's, you know, like my favorite. It is. It really is the new black. I think we might have, you know what? That might be it. Real <laughs> Because I, I, it's on my nails. Like, it's literally my favorite. Oh, whenever I do my nails, like, I have one sister It's like, really? Again? I'm like, yes. I just go through the shades, you know, fall oh. a little darker, but it's like the same teal. Yes. It's yes. the same thing. So we're, we're sisters on that piece for yes. sure. So thank you so much for joining us. And we're, we're thrilled to support you. And, and congratulations on all your success so far. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate it.